Hello, friends. Welcome to Level Up with Debbie Neal. I am your host. There is nowhere I would rather be than right here, right now with you. This podcast is all about leveling up in all aspects of our lives. Thank you for being here. I am so grateful. I'm excited to be on this journey with you. Together, we are leveling up. You ready? Hello, my Level Up family. Last week, we spoke about presenting and public speaking. This is something that not all of us love, but all of us have the potential to be amazing. And we all have the potential to rewrite that story and say, I love public speaking. Because whether you're talking to one person, 10 people, or a 1,000 people, we are all public sellers and we're selling ourselves every single day. Okay, today, we're going to be talking about 10 things that require zero talent. They are 10 things that have the power to level up your life. And we often think of our, we often think our success is based on our circumstances, our upbringing, our circle of influence, our education. And yes, all of those things play a part, but you, me, we have the power to be more, to become more, to be the difference that we wish to see in our lives. And once we take 100% responsibility for our life and the way we show up in it, we truly realize how much power that we have. So these 10 things are required to level up. Like we can look at them like, oh, there are 10 things that require zero talent, but they're also required. They should be expected of you. These aren't things you're born with. They're all connected to our level of excellence, your standard. You determine that. Our goal is to hold ourselves accountable, to expect our very best. We always want to be the difference that we wish to see in ourself as well as in our life. So here we go. 10 things that require zero talent. Number one, being on time. This takes zero talent. It takes effort. It takes discipline. It takes holding yourself accountable. When people say to me, I'm always late. Honestly, I'm genuinely confused. Be on time. If you're here to level up, if you owned a company and your employees said that to you, I'm always late, how would you feel? We become a sum of the five people we hang around with the most. Show me your circle and I'm going to show you your future. If you want to expand and become your best, and I'm saying this with love, make it unacceptable to not be on time. In fact, if I'm on time, I consider myself late. If I have to be somewhere at 8 a.m., I'm there at 7.45. It's amazing. There are people that think if they pull into the parking lot at the time they need to be there, you're on time. That's not on time. FYI, newsflash, it's late, right? Like somebody would be like, oh yeah, I had to be at work at eight. I'm pulling in the parking lot. It's eight o'clock. Are you factoring in parking, How long does it take to walk from your car to the building, going to the bathroom, getting settled? If it's an 8 a.m. show up time to me, that means I'm ready to go at 8 a.m., ready to work at 8 a.m., ready to perform at 8 a.m. It's not watching you stroll your ass in at 8 a.m. So like I, I recently went to a funeral, sadly enough, yesterday on Long Island. And with traffic from where I live to Long Island, it's two hours away. The service began at 10 a.m. So I don't know if you've ever driven over bridges leaving Long Island. Like if I was leaving at eight to get there at 10, that's not happening, okay? 
but it's, it's, it's normal to be in traffic at that time, but it's not my norm to be late. So I left at 6 a.m. And you guys, I'm not sharing this with to impress you, but to impress upon you. See, that's part of a character trait for me. I'm not willing to be late. So luckily and oddly enough, there was no traffic yesterday. I, I don't even, maybe because it's like spring break, Easter break. I, I don't know. So left my house at six, arrived at 8.30. Service didn't start till 10. So I ended up going to my parents' house for an hour. Leaving at eight for a 10 a.m. service wasn't an option. I would have missed it. Leaving at 7 a.m., three hours for a 10 a.m. service wasn't an option. I left four hours in advance knowing it wasn't an option for me to be one minute late. When we say we're always late, or if we say I'm never on time, we talk about affirmations. What does affirmations do? What you're affirming in your life where it should be, I am amazing, I am successful, I am healthy, I am always on time. What we're affirming in our life, it's an affirmation, right? So when you're saying I'm always late, I'm never on time, you're affirming it. You're creating that into existence, right? It's an affirmation. We speak about affirmations. I'm successful. I am worthy. I am abundant. How does this sound? I'm always late. I'm never on time. Okay. Late you are. Being early, being on time doesn't require talent. It's not a skill. You don't go to school for it. You don't get educated in it. It's a mindset. It's an, it's an expectation of yourself. It's a standard. You decide. You have the power. Nothing makes you late. If you anticipate traffic, leave extra early. Success takes preparation. Number two, making an effort. Effort is a skill. It's a level of expectation. Success takes effort. Health takes effort. Being on time takes effort. Being neat and organized takes effort. Relationships take effort. Being a parent takes effort. We get to decide how much effort we apply. Success isn't about going through the motions. It's about grit. It's about doing more. It's about going above and beyond. Effort is everything. Let's say you're in sales and you have a quota. There's effort and then there's effort, right? Are you here to be decent? Are you here to be average? Are you here to do the minimum? to earn a living, then guess what? You're going to create that, a life that's decently average with minimum income. Leveling up requires effort. You and only you can answer this. Are you willing to do more? Are you willing to put in consistent effort that compounds over time? Are you willing to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes? Effort doesn't require skill. It requires a decision, a decision to separate yourself from the rest. Success isn't about skill as much as it is about will, being willing to put in the effort. Again, our goal is to be the difference we wish to see and we expect to see in the world and in our business. And it does start with us. We attract what we want in life. We attract what we are being. If you aren't willing to put in the effort, you will attract the same quality in other people, people that don't put in the effort. And here's why. I don't want to join or follow a leader who doesn't put in the effort. Same with friendships, same with relationships. Be the one who puts in the effort. Your dreams are waiting for you. Your next level is waiting for you. You get to decide the level of effort that you put in. Number three, being high energy. 
you guys know anything about me, I love this. High energy makes a difference. It gives off high vibes. Your vibe attracts your tribe. Low energy doesn't attract high energy, upbeat, happy, smiling, welcoming, encouraging leaders. It doesn't take talent to be high energy. It takes a deliberate decision to be that person. Be mindful again of who you hang out with. Because if you're hanging out with a bunch of duds that are low energy and negative and complaining, it's really hard to vibe high in that setting. Live in gratitude, fill your mind with good and focus on goals and good. Number four, have a positive attitude. We aren't responsible for what goes on around us, but we are responsible for what goes on inside of us. Our attitude is up to us. It's not talent. It's how we choose to look at life. Live in gratitude, affirmations, read, personal growth and development, hang around positive people, only speak about positivity. Yes, it takes discipline. Yes, it takes a decision. Yes, it takes looking at life through positive eyes and mindset, but it doesn't require talent. It requires zero talent. Our success, our life is a direct reflection of our attitude toward it. There is always something to be positive about and to focus on. Number five, being passionate. Are you passionate about what you do? Are you passionate about where you are going? Are you passionate about your vision? Are you passionate about your life? Passion is contagious. People want to follow people of passion. A passionate leader believes in their vision. They have a vested interest in their success. They understand the value of their contributions, effort, and leadership. Passionate leaders are relentless to achieve their goals. When it comes to leading yourself and others, passion is essential. Leaders with passion bring energy. This doesn't take talent, but you better believe it takes effort. It takes a deliberate effort. You build passion. Leveling up requires passion. You can be that person. You can bring the passion. Your goal is for others to feel your passion. Number six, using good body language. Body language is huge. It doesn't require talent. It does require confidence. We aren't born with confidence. We build it. We build it. When we are confident, we connect better with others, professionally, personally, romantic. So what are some important body language of confidence? Stand tall, smile, strong hand. I'm really... I'm really passionate about a strong handshake. I actually could do a whole podcast on this. I know people think strong handshake and they think men. Uh, I don't believe that. My handshake is strong and it's powerful. And to me, when I shake hands with somebody and they kind of like hand me like a wet, limp, I don't know, sock, I don't even get it. Like practice shaking your own hand if you need to. Shoulders back, eye contact, greet others, be graceful composed, expansive, take up space with your body. The more space you take up, the more confident you are. Having a confident stance will build your mental confidence too. This doesn't take talent, but you better believe it takes effort. Number seven, be coachable. Leveling up requires humility. Being coachable doesn't require talent. It does require humility. It takes leaving your ego at the door. Be open-minded when receiving feedback. Ask for feedback, especially from others who are where you want to be. Being coachable is important to success. You have coaches and mentors that, that see things that you don't. We have a blind spot when it comes to ourself because sometimes we think, oh, that's... 
we're not doing this and we don't mean to do that. We might not mean to do it, but we're, we don't always show up with the same intentions we have. So actively seek feedback, especially from people who respect you. You may not always love what you hear, but it is important to hear it. I give coaching when it's asked of me. My intention is to always grow my leaders. I want the very best for them. I want them to succeed more than they could possibly imagine. Some are very grateful for the feedback and coaching. Others may not want to hear it. They might not be ready to hear it. And some don't even ask, but being coachable is very important. And I've gotten feedback when it comes to myself that doesn't always feel good. And I don't always love it, the actual feedback, but I love getting it, if that makes sense. So when we're feeling uncomfortable, because somebody might say this, and I'm like, wow, that's not my intention. But if that's the way I'm showing up, if that's the way people are receiving it, then I'm so grateful that I'm getting it because I want to be the best me. You want to be the best you. And being coachable is huge. Number eight, doing a little extra. Go the extra mile. Do more than others. I mean, think about that. What kind of talent does that take? Do more than what's required. A little bit of extra. That's your business card. That's your resume. It's your stamp of excellence. What do you want to be known for? That extra, that extra compounded over time will expand to more than you can imagine. Doing a little extra doesn't require talent. It requires a winning mindset a champion mindset. It doesn't require talent. It requires will. Are you willing to put in the extra effort? It is always worthwhile to go the extra mile. Are you willing to outwork everyone? It doesn't require talent to go beyond what is necessary or expected. Number nine, be prepared. This is huge. If you're asked to do something, be prepared. This doesn't require talent. Again, you're building your business card. You're building a legacy. What do you want to be known for? Preparation is the key if you expect to be a professional. Preparation is more than showing up ready. Being prepared is thinking ahead, preparing for life's changes, for life's challenges. Being prepared is seeing your business and success three months from now, six months from now, and a year from now. There are businesses that have slower and busier times. I mean, that's the way it is. Are you prepared? So let's say your business in the summer is slower, or maybe it's slower in the winter. Do you build for it? Do you prepare for it? Do you watch the trends? Or is it okay to be like, ah, it's just slower in the summer? Giddy up! Do something different so you're, do more, be prepared. Number 10, having this, this, this might be my favorite because I feel like with this, you could learn everything in life. Having a strong work ethic. Work ethic requires zero talent. You don't need a degree. You don't need talent. You need to decide to be the leader that leans in, is committed, and has a sick work ethic. And I can remember like it was yesterday when I started my business, I knew knew I decided I was going to succeed because my work ethic was rock solid. When you build that, you know you can do anything. I'm willing to do whatever it takes for as long as it takes. I'm not perfect. I'm a work in progress. But here is what I am. I'm coachable. I'm hardworking. I'm committed. I'm willing to practice. I'll do whatever it takes. That's not talent. It's a decision to build work ethic And that's part of my legacy. That's what I want to be known for. Remember, you are your brand. How you show up matters. So often we think we start a business, we start a job, and if we do what's required, we're going to succeed. 
it's all of these things that we just went over. These are the things that others don't teach you. you. We can lead. We can lead by example. We can show others. But this is what we're each responsible for. It's those those things. All of those things. Play. I love when people say, this business didn't work for me. Or I didn't succeed at that. Really? Do you think it was the business? Is that what you think it is? You think it was the business? You think it was the company? Why don't you take a good look in the mirror? How long did you practice? How much effort did you put in? Are you willing to build these that require zero talent and take 100% responsibility for leveling up your life? This is what they do require, these things that we just went over. Ownership. They require a standard. They require respect for yourself. They require removing excuses and blaming from your vocabulary and thoughts. It takes committing to excellence. It requires a deep decision to level up. So I believe in you, friends, and I love you. Next week, I'm pretty excited and I'm pretty pumped about this. Next week is our 100th episode. So I normally announce the topic, but the topic is going to be announced and you will know the topic on the day it's released. So my heart is overflowing with gratitude and I am wishing you the most amazing and abundant day. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being a part of our Level Up family.